Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, this is Martin Grote with an article from a February-March 2022 issue of Forbes magazine, America's premier business magazine, brought to you by Airs LA. This article is Revving Up an Antique Fund on page 52. Can Joe Fath's giant growth fund beat an index portfolio? Maybe with risky bets like Rivian by Sergei Klebnikov. Wearing a blue Chicago Cubs pullover and sunglasses to avoid the rushing wind and glare of the road, money manager Joseph Fath spins his 1957 red and white Corvette around a corner. Wait till we get this baby out onto the highway, he says, as a convertible's engine roars, a passing trucker honks his approval. Fath collects and restores cars from the 1950s and 60s. The most important car in his garage, though, is something new. An R1T pickup truck from Rivian, the electric vehicle outfit. Rivian has been one of Fath's biggest scores as manager of the T. Rowe Price Growth Stock Fund. In a short span of two years, the fund has more than quintupled a $928 million stake in Rivian to $4.8 billion by the end of 2021. Fath, 50, has run the $62 billion growth fund for eight years. It's a demanding job. A few wrong bets would put at risk what Forbes estimates to be around $350 million a year in management fees at Baltimore's T. Rowe price draws from this one fund, which accounts for about half of the growth stock strategy's assets under management. Thomas Rowe Price, Jr., a pioneer of growth stock investing, created a mutual fund in 1950 when the fund business was in its infancy. Sticking to Price's vision of buying into the companies of the future, the fund seeks growth companies in industries undergrowing what Fath, repeating a familiar theme on Wall Street, describes as disruptive change. For the fund's founder, the companies of the future included IBM and National Cash Register. For Fath, it means companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Google Parent Alphabet, and Rivian. We identify companies that can really be on the right side of change, ideally catching them at the early part of their growth, he says. Companies on the wrong side are not just retail stores and automakers. A conspicuous place of disruption is the industry in which FATH works, money management. Active management, which has experts picking stocks, is losing ground to passive management, in which stocks are bought mechanically from a list of all those available in a certain category. T. Rowe Price's strong suit has always been active management, and it now finds its handsome profit margin imperiled by vendors of index funds. For six years running, reports Morningstar, the firm has experienced a net outflow of assets. The ominous trend is visible at Fath's Fund, which saw $5.8 billion walk out the door in 2020. The pace of departures picked up to $3.7 billion in the first half of last year. A spokesman says outflows are overstated because some institutions are moving their funds to T. Rowe Trusts and other investment vehicles using FATH's growth strategy. Now look at the $79 billion Vanguard Growth Index Fund, which has been gaining assets. It's similar to T. Rowe Price Growth. The two funds share three of their five largest positions. 
Vanguard's fund has done better over the past five years, but FATS is beating other stock-picking-focused competitors like Fidelity's Contra Fund and American Fund's Growth Fund of America. FATS' 16.9% annualized return since he took over the fund puts him more than two percentage points ahead of the S&P 500 index. The Vanguard fund is cheaper. Its ETF share class is priced at 0.04% of assets annually in fees. Retail shares of the T. Rowe fund cost 0.64% a year. FATS' formidable task? To persuade his shareholders to keep paying 16 times as much as they would at Vanguard for a collection of growth stocks. What does he have to offer? One advantage, deals like the one that got the fund into Rivian, which went public at a $90 billion valuation last November. Prior to that stock offering, FATS Fund led several rounds of late-stage funding for Rivian, and FATS spent some time on the company's board of directors as an observer. FATS Fund has also enjoyed big gains from getting into DoorDash, Snowflake, and Airbnb before they went public. Fath gushes about the R1T. It's like having a Ferrari in a pickup truck. 800 horsepower and it goes from 0 to 60 miles per hour in 3 seconds. He sees potential in the manufacturer's twofold strategy. Rivian is the first to electrify pickup trucks, and it's expanding into SUVs and commercial vehicles. It has an order to deliver 100,000 electric vans to Amazon by 2025. Fath has also put money into privately held Redwood Materials, the battery recycling company created by Tesla co-founder J.B. Straubel. Says Fath, the entire automobile ecosystem is undergoing change, not just those who sell vehicles, but everyone that supplies them. T. Rowe Price Growth can invest up to 15% of assets in privately traded companies. Vanguard's index fund can own none. The last thing you want to do in our business is wait, right? Fath says. With more companies staying private longer and achieving large market values before going public, he says, you have to invest in early funding rounds to get ahead of their growth curve. It's pretty invigorating to be around these dynamic companies that either are starting a business or trying to grow that business. Value companies just don't light my fire. The other way an active fund like Fath's can stand out is to make concentrated bets. The Vanguard Funds owns 279 stocks to T. Rowe Price Growth's 93. Last year, Fath got permission from his shareholders to change the fund's legal status from diversified to non-diversified. That makes it easier for him to make an outsized bet on a single stock. Fath grew up in the suburbs of Chicago with a father who was a sprinkler fitter and a mother who was an administrative assistant. Neither parent went to college. I kind of had to find my own way, Fath says. His love of autos comes from his father. The two of them bonded by working on cars together throughout his childhood. After graduating from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign in 1993, Fath did stints at accounting and gaming firms. One semester into Wharton Business School at the University of Pennsylvania in 1999, Fath heard from an old accounting firm friend, who was working on an idea for an educational technology startup. Sold on the pitch, Fath took a deferral from school and signed on as chief financial officer at what became Broadform, an online collaboration platform for parents, students, and teachers in K-12 schools. 
Although the business started off well, funding dried up as markets tanked in the wake of the dot-com bubble. Fath found himself back in business school in early 2001, and a year later, Broadform got wrapped into Think.com, a nonprofit controlled by Oracle. I had this bug for wanting to build stuff that tied into how I ended up investing as well, Fath says. He joined T. Rowe Price as an analyst and eventually became an associate portfolio manager in 2008 before taking over the growth stock fund in 2014. The two key hallmarks FATS analysts look for when identifying companies on the right side of change are the pace of earnings and cash flow growth, as well as the durability of that growth. Roughly half of growth stock fund companies are secular growers or innovative disruptors. Another 15% to 25% are cyclical growers, such as financials and industrials, which can sometimes see double-digit growth, FATS says, though that tends to be fleeting. The last 15% to 25% of the portfolio is in what FATH calls special situations, which include companies transitioning to growth from value, companies benefiting from a lasting industry change, or companies that grow stronger through consolidation. Example, Microsoft. In the early 2000s, it was very much on the wrong side of change with desktop, FATH recalls, but after Satya Nadella took over as chief executive in 2014, the company pivoted into mobile and cloud computing, eventually returning to double-digit earnings growth. Fath started buying the stock in 2015, and Microsoft, at 10% of the fund, is now his largest holding. Microsoft, Apple, Meta Platforms, Facebook, and Amazon have continued to find new ways to win by shoring up existing businesses, innovating, and expanding into new markets. Just as Amazon saw payoffs from web services and advertising, Meta is poised to see a return on its recent expansion into e-commerce and eventually its Metaverse project, Fath predicts. The fund's mandate permits him to venture abroad. He owns TikTok's Chinese parent company, ByteDance, Dutch semiconductor manufacturer, ASML, and Singapore-based consumer internet company, C. He particularly likes C, which has three businesses, digital entertainment, it's known for its Garana Free Fire video game, e-commerce, and digital payment systems. Fath sees potential as the company expands its online shopping business and moves into new markets such as South America. High-flying growth and technology stocks have been underselling pressure in the past two months. Rivian is trading at less than half its peak price, so is Snap, the camera and social media company formerly known as Snapchat, and the fund's 16th biggest holding. You have to put up with that volatility to get the long-term upside, Fath says. He's a long-term player, with a turnover of 33%, making his fund one of the sleepier, actively managed growth stock portfolios. Hang in there, Fath says to shareholders. We're going to continue to make investments in companies that are changing the world, or are taking advantage of an opportunity that exists in their sector. If you have confidence in the durability of that growth profile, it can bail you out over time. It's somewhat poetic that Fath, with his appreciation for what he calls the golden age of U.S. manufacturing in the 1950s and 60s, now runs a retro fund from that same era. Finding parts for old cars can take years, he says. But just like finding new high-powered growth stocks to invest in, that's the treasure hunt of it all. 
And that concludes the article, Revving Up an Antique Fund, by Sergei Klebnikov. To find the latest podcast, you can search for Forbes Airs LA on listennotes.com. Or you can subscribe to this podcast through Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others, so you can be notified whenever each new issue is uploaded. Airs LA is a 100% voluntary organization whose purpose is to provide information to those who are blind or print impaired. This is Martin Grote. I'm proud to be one of those volunteers, and I'll be back soon with other articles from Forbes magazine. Thank you for listening.